0: Thank platform workers. Thank you very much for your liberality this morning. Very much appreciated. If you got your Bibles, Mark chapter two, uh, Mark chapter two, this morning. Uh, amen. Want to preach a very basic sermon this morning? A very basic need uh, in the kingdom. But if we miss this, and we miss so much, uh, amen. So I want to preach on the element of faith this morning uh, because if we miss faith, uh, we miss so much. You know, living for God is a faith issue. Can you say, amen this morning? Amen. Living for God is a faith issue. Romans uh, ten. Uh, uh, you know, salvation is a faith issue. Say, so if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you shall be saved. So, beginning at salvation, faith is an issue. A uh, calling. Uh, is an issue of faith. Mark or Matthew 4.18, Jesus walking by the sea of God, he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting their net in the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets. So we see salvation. If we can believe in our heart, confess with our mouth, amen, the Lord Jesus, we shall be saved. Calling, uh, when Jesus calls, the Bible said they immediately left their nest and followed him. Uh, we know we give by faith. Uh, Mark chapter 12, Jesus gives a parable with the story of the widow. Uh, they gave the two mites. I mean, that was a, that was an act of faith. This a the last she had, but no doubt God moved on her. There's a need presented. She's going to give, but that's an act of faith. Uh, we trust God in the storms of life through faith of faith. Uh, Matthew 14, 28, Peter, uh, in the middle of the storm, disciples, Peter saying, Jesus said, Lord, if that's you, bid me come. And Jesus said these words, uh, uh, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked in the water to go to Jesus. So over and over in scripture, we see how faith is critical, how faith is needed. Uh, and we're gonna look further when the, when you don't have faith, uh, the, the lack you have. The fifth thing we see is, we need faith for the eternal life. Amen. John 14, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in me or believe in God, believe also in me, Jesus said. My father's house and many mansions. And he goes to that story. But listen, the whole Bible, it takes faith. It takes faith to be saved. It takes faith as we live for God, make decisions, uh, follow him, believe in eternal life. And So with that in mind this morning, uh, we're going to go to Mark chapter Two, Mark chapter two, we start verse one. So again, he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in a house. Immediately, many gathered together, so that there was no room for for no room to receive him, not even at the door. And he preached the word to them. Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, uh, when Jesus saw their faith, he said uh, to them. Oh, to the paralytic, sorry. uh, Son, your sins are forgiven you, verse 6, and some of you and some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their heart, why does this man speak blasphemy like this? Who can forgive sin but God alone? But immediately when Jesus perceived in her spirit that they were reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your heart, which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and, and, and walk and carry your bed, verse 10. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sin. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he arose, took up his bed, and went out in the appearance of them all, uh, so that all were amazed and glorified God, saying, We've never saw anything like this. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name this morning, I'm asking you, God, breathe up on this service. God, give us faith. Uh, God, we're desperate for your need, God, in this day, this hour. God, the world's running crazy. God, I pray, strengthen your church. Uh, God, give us this anchor of faith. God, help us be grounded well in our faith, God, that we would not be moved in these last days, but we would make the impact. Uh, in our cities, and our nations, God, revival would break out. Souls would be saved. In Jesus' name, God's people would say, amen. Hebrews one: uh, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Another translator says it like this: Now, faith is the reality of what is hoped for, and the proof for th- is that for what is not seen. Everything in a believer's life has faith roots. Is saying, as I pointed out earlier, salvation, calling, giving uh, eternal life—this uh, is all faith roots. And Hebrews saying, "Listen." Uh, Everything in the kingdom involves faith. Everything in the kingdom of God involves a reality uh, of faith somewhere to some degree in our Christian life. So look first at the the faith-based church this morning. The faith-based church. It's good when you walk into a church and you feel some faith movement. It's good when you walk into a church and you sense uh, there's the people believing God, there's people obeying God uh, and doing the will of God and that's a good thing in our text of Capernaum Church uh, was definitely a blessed church. Uh, Jesus spent more time in Capernaum than he did any other uh, place. As you read scripture, you'll see that. Uh, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. He was brought up in Nazareth. He preached in Jerusalem. Uh, but he uh, was he considered uh, this Galilee city, Capernaum, his home. Uh, amen. Jesus spent much time there. As you read through the gospel, many times he goes back to Capernaum. In Capernaum, uh, this happened, that happened. Uh, So Jesus uh, was there. The Bible said, this time Jesus drew a large crowd. Our text, verse 1. Again, he entered Capernaum after some days. It was heard that he was in the house immediately. uh, The Bible said, many gathered together so that there was no room to receive them, uh, not even at the door and he preached the word to them. So we get the setting here. Amen. Uh, he Jesus, there are preaching. Uh, uh, no doubt. I mean, his fame is uh, is pretty big right here. The house is filled. Uh, no doubt, there are people there that are believing God. They're there because they do have faith. Uh, uh, they're there because they want to see God move. Uh, there's other there for other reasons, but the house is full here. The Capernaum church, the Bible said, drew people from all around. Uh, one particular day since Tyrian, the uh, Bible says Roman officer uh, came seeking Jesus. He comes to Capernaum. Uh, uh, Amen, there's a need to hear Jesus is in town. Uh, so this Roman officer goes to that church uh, looking for Jesus. Amen, through this Centurion Roman officer, Jesus shows us that faith is more than coming to church. That's what I want to focus on. He shows us that faith is more than just come to church, but faith is a choice. Uh, I know people who go to church all the time have absolutely no faith. They go for different reasons. They go their families there. Their friends are there. Uh, they know they need to go. Uh, there's many reasons why people show up at church. Uh, uh, but just because you come to church doesn't mean that you have faith. And Jesus uh, hits this issue, Mark or Matthew chapter 8, which at verse 5. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. This is what he says in verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Uh, I said the offering, just God speaks, makes it simple, Right? Uh, bring the tithe. Here's a man uh, that says, Lord, just speak the word. Here's a man that has faith, understands uh, that God's word is alive, God's word is powerful. Just speak that word. I have faith enough. uh, uh, Amen. To whatever you say, I'm going to receive that and it's going to take place. Uh, That's some faith going on there. Verse 9, I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to this one, go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh Uh, And he comes in and to my servant, to my servant, do this, and he does it. He's a military man. Uh, He's bringing, he's making faith simple here. He said, listen, I understand how it works. I I speak a word to my servants, my uh, military uh, supportants. I, I say a word to them. They're going to do it. They're going to do exactly what I say because I have authority. They understand that. They're going to respond to that. Uh, And this man has given us some dynamics of faith. Uh, God, we understand your authority when you speak. It's not just words, uh, but there's an authority that's going to make things happen. Uh, And because you spoke it, I'm going to do it. That's that's faith right there. That's the basic of faith. God, you speak it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to receive it. I know it's going to take place. Verse 11. I say this one, uh, uh, verse 11, I say to you that many... Let me start verse 10. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Surely I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel, the place where faith was supposed to be. Israel, the house of God, the breadbasket of of God, uh, where faith was supposed to be. Jesus said, I have not found great faith in Israel. Verse 11. And I say to you that many will come from the east, the west, Has sat down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of God, verse 12. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast down to outer darkness. There will be weeping and gashing of teeth. Think about that statement. Jesus said the very ones that are supposed to be in the kingdom, uh, Israel, these Jews that had the gospel given to them, uh, that had the whole history of Abraham, uh, the word of God through them, It was given to them, and through them the word is established in the world. These very ones uh, that are supposed to be sitting down with God are going to be cast out. Why is that? Because they have no faith. Faith this morning uh, 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 is is the glue, amen, that glues us to God. Uh, It's it's the very thing uh, that's desperately needed in every life. And the Bible said they they don't have it, verse 13. Jesus says to the centurion, go your way. And as you have believed, so let it be done. And his servant was healed that same hour. Think about that. He hears the word. Jesus, you don't have to come to my house. I'm not worthy for that. Uh, Just speak the word. Uh, Gives the illustration about servants, uh, how they're under his order. And now Jesus said, uh, go your way, and it's going to be done. And it happens. That's, That's faith. And without that this morning, we're going to struggle in our Christian life without simply believing the word of God uh, and understanding how it works, God work having the power and authority to make some things happen just by words spoken uh, and by you and I believing and doing, we're going to struggle horribly in our Christian life if we can even be saved. So just because you come to church doesn't mean you have faith. Jesus said to, to Satyrian, said, I have not found such great faith in Israel, I'm sure the Jews were listening. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I have no faith? I'm amazed how many people come to church today uh, without faith. Don't get mad at me. Whether that's in the need of healing, the reality of giving or serving, uh, I'm amazed as a pastor, as I look at how many people lack this element of faith that's critically needed. This element of faith that desperately needed uh, for us to be saved, to follow, to uh, be in lawyers, amen to serve uh, that is missing. In our text here, there's three groups of people I want to look at them. First, we see the four men carrying the paralytic, this paralyzed man. Now these are definitely on the right path uh, of faith what Jesus is looking for. So there's three groups. Look at the first one, verse 4. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they had covered the roof where he was. And when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. Uh, amen. So here it is there on the right trail. The nature of faith finds a way, it finds a breakthrough, and also gets a miracle. Uh, that's what Jesus loves about these four. Uh, they bring this need to church, uh, and people are people. They're not giving up their seat. They're not partying. Uh, I don't care what your need is. You find your own seat. People are like that, right? Sure. It's my seat. I ain't moving. So these four men bring this need to church, paralytic. Uh, I mean, everybody sees it's a need. They're carrying him uh, on the stretcher, but nobody's moving. But their faith doesn't stop there. It's not, oh, well, we tried, you know, we just can't get to him. Maybe we'll wait after service, have him pray for us. Uh, But no, they press in. Uh, I mean, think about how much faith they got. Uh, uh, They're willing to climb on the house, they're willing to tear the roof apart, uh, a large enough hole. We're not talking a little hole, we're talking a large hole to let down a man uh, on a mat, amen, And, and that is faith. This is the first group that are people of faith. They're not just showing up to church. Uh, let's enjoy the song service. Let's enjoy the sermon. Uh, let's see what God will do today. But they're bringing faith to the place. And that's what we're called to do when we come into a building. Uh, this building is not church, but when we come together, uh, we're to bring faith into the house of God because uh, faith triggers God. Faith, uh, uh, amen, uh, gets an atmosphere moving. Amen. Think about Uh, everybody's looking at them. What are you doing? Uh, Making noise during the preaching. Uh, You know, they're digging, so things are falling. uh, uh, You know, uh, at the altar, and all of a sudden, a man is let down. But Jesus, see now, that's a great thing there. That is faith in action. That's how we must come to church always. Now, I know we're not going to be tearing the roofs down, but I'm talking about uh, being a people that say, I'm bringing faith to church. I'm bringing enough faith, I'm going to get a breakthrough. I'm bringing enough faith, uh, I'm going to get before God, I'm going to get a need met. Uh, that's the first group we see. And I believe that's who God's always looking for in the house of God. The second group, there's, they're the content crowd, which had no interest in pressing in for a miracle. They're there for the show. Let's see what, what new thing God is going to do today. Uh, no doubt they cheered and they celebrated. Uh, but they're not participating in faith. This is just a crowd. Uh, uh, Amen. If we're not careful, we can come to church and just be a crowd. Not participating. Yeah, we give a cheer and amen. Uh, uh, We're participating in that a little bit, uh, but we're not bringing any faith to the house of God. We're not moving any faith. We're just coming for the show. Third, we see those who were opposing the faith. Verse 6. When the scribes were sitting there, and some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their heart, why does this man speak uh, blasphemy like this? Now, think about the scribes. These were supposed to be experts in God's written word. They were people that was supposed to preserve the word of God and teach uh, the people God's truths. And here they are. They they made it to leadership. Made it to the guru, if you would. Uh, uh, but they have no faith at all. Matter of fact, uh, they're challenging Jesus here. They're challenging the Word of God. Uh, you know, those that oppose faith always have religious twists to them. They appear to know more, but they have no faith. Maybe we can bring it down to real quick. Uh, I've 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 seen it. Uh, I've had people come to me like this. Maybe you've had people come to you. You're sitting at church. You're stirred. Maybe there's an offering taken or something. Uh, you're being stirred. Your faith is being moved. I'm going to give. I'm going to uh, write a big check. Uh, and maybe you bounce off a brother or sister that uh, they go. I don't know, man. Oh, that's a lot of money. I think about it. Come on. Or people coming to church willing to believe. Uh, they're desperate, need a miracle. I'm going to throw my meds down the uh, the toilet, throw them away. Uh, I'll go to the doctor first. I'll see what the doctor says. How no, we get them folks in church sometimes? But God's looking for that first group. Amen. God's looking for people that bring faith to church uh, simply by hearing. Uh, we're going to look at if they simply heard that Jesus is there. Uh, heard a word, and they're responding to this word. That is faith this morning. So let's look at, secondly, purchasing faith. Faith is not auto- an automatic. You're not just be a man or woman of faith just because. You're not going to wake up one morning uh, uh, and, and be able to just uh, do great things in the arena of faith. It doesn't work like that. Well, we can't purchase faith this morning. Amen. So f- since faith will make all the difference in our Christian life, we're going to have to learn how to purchase faith. Just purchase faith in three steps. You've got to write these down. Very basic. Remember I told you Jesus makes it easy. First is by hearing. We simply hear the word of God. Jesus simply spoke it. And we have to, uh, uh, we have to hear it right. Jesus said those who have ears, let them hear. Two, simply by believing what you hear. So, one, uh, the word of God is going to be spoken. We hear the word of God. Secondly, uh, we have to make a decision to believe the word. This is how we purchase faith. The word is spoken. Uh, uh, and we're hearing it. Now we're going to believe it. Uh, and the third thing that has to happen has to get faith. And now we become doers. So we hear, we believe, then we do. Uh, that is how you purchase faith. Amen. Uh, it's simply. Again, Jesus speaks a word. We believe it. We begin to do it. You're on the right trail for faith. Our text here, four men. When they heard that Jesus was there, the Bible said they immediately uh, went and got their paralytic friend uh, and did what they had to do to get him in the presence of God. They simply heard. Before they seen the miracle, before they knew for sure that God was going to do anything, they simply heard uh, and in that hearing, they believe they're stirred. These four brothers got together, uh, and I can, under, I can just anticipate their conversation. Uh, man, God uh, is there. Jesus is there. Let's bring our friend. We're believing him to get healed. I mean, they're faith talking. They're believing along the way as they're carrying him. They're probably speaking faith into his life. Uh, but these four men, they simply heard, uh, and out of hearing, uh, they made see. We're going to believe And now that's, that believing is getting them doing something. Verse 4. And they could not come near him because the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. So they simply heard, believed, and they did. That's how faith works. Very simple, isn't it? I told you it's going to be a simple sermon. God made it simple this morning where you simply just believe, purchasing faith uh, uh, from hearing the word and choosing to believe and do it. Jesus said, you're on the right track here. What these four men did is protocol for every one of us who are concerned about faith this morning. They heard, they believed, then they did. Very simple, right? Hear it, believe it, and do it. No matter what your need is this morning, the protocol is the same. Hear, believe, and do. Let's get a couple more Scriptures on this, Mark five, twenty five. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things from many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Sounds about like doctors today, right? Verse twenty seven. When she had heard of Jesus, came in, pressed behind him, touched his garment, For she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be healed. Uh, Amen. So she simply heard. uh, She has a need. She's sick in body. Uh, uh, She's tormented. She spent all of her money uh, uh, and the relationship with family and all that was strained because it's a blood issue back then. Uh, uh, So, I mean, the the torment is there. But she simply heard, uh, as she said, in her heart. In other words, she chose to believe uh, She said within herself, I can only touch him, uh, and she went and did that. So these are the elements of faith. She simply heard, uh, believed in her heart, and did something, and she got healed. Matthew 20, verse 30, and behold, two blind men, sitting by the road when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, saying, have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. Then a multitude warned them that they should be quiet. But they cried out all the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. Verse 32. And Jesus stood still and called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, that our eyes may be open." And Jesus had compassion on them, touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight. And they followed him. They simply heard. Uh, Amen. They simply heard. That Jesus was there, they believed in their heart, uh, and they did, they cried out then. uh, That's all they can do, they're blind, so they're crying out, was running to the Lord. Uh, Amen, so simply heard, believed, now they're crying out, and they got a miracle. This is a protocol for faith this morning. There's people here this morning who say, I want larger faith. Uh, Listen, you've got to purchase this this way, uh, as the word comes at you, as it's preached, as you read it, you've got to hear it. You can't just shut it out. That's not for me. That one's for somebody else. Uh, you got to begin to believe what God says. Uh, no matter how difficult it is, believe it. Uh, and put some uh, some uh, shoes on the ground, feet on the ground, and, and begin to do it. There's people here this morning that have pressing needs. I'm going to challenge you first here. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Uh, I remember as a new convert, this has not changed since being a new convert. Uh, I come to church to hear. I'd be challenged. How many, right? You come to church, you get you're you're hearing the Word of God. Uh, you're challenging your spirit. Uh, uh, but that's where it starts. The Bible says faith comes by hearing, uh, and hearing by the Word. Amen. We don't want just somebody up here telling a bunch of stories. We want the Word of God. Stories are good, but we need the Word. Come on. Because it's hearing of the word that builds some faith here. Others have, others uh, hear. Uh, amen. So, first, amen, there's people here that you begin to hear. Second, uh, there's people here that are heard, but you need to start believing. Uh, Mark chapter 9, 23, Jesus said to them, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Uh, I, I meet people on the street a lot in the, my witnessing and talking to people, and they've heard the word. They grew up in it. Uh, they can quote scriptures, uh, but they're missing the believing part. Yeah, but do you believe this? You can't just say, hey, that was a good word. Uh, I heard that, but the, uh, believing connects it all. I hear it. Uh, now I'm going to believe it. Amen. When I was younger, I grew up in, in church. Uh, I heard a lot of stuff, but I didn't believe it, and that's why I lived in sin. But when I believed it, I gave my life to Jesus, I believed it. My life began to change dramatically. Others are here. You need to start doing. Verse 4 of our text, they uncovered the roof where he was so that when they had broken through, they let down the bed. See what they did? They uncovered, they began to do here. But they didn't stop just by uncovering the body so they broke through. It's not just starting doing it's seeing it through. I, I remember we went and say probably a month. I don't know. We started tithing. Uh, and, you know, we've had to see that thing through. Uh, amen. To get the breakthrough, to get uh, d- uh, the dominion that we have today, we had to break through. And along, along with breaking through, we had several miracles along the way. We're still getting them. Uh, but it's not just breaking. It's not just uncovering a few things, but sticking with it. Amen. So faith is very easy to get. Uh, very needed that we get it, uh, uh, but uh, when people don't have faith, it's because they're just not hearing, they're not believing, and they're not doing. That's the simple truth. They can blame it on circumstances, situations, uh, but listen, if you don't have faith, it's because of these three things. You're not doing it. Don't get mad at me. It's in the Bible. I'm only preaching the Word. Let's look lastly at God's promise here. God's promise. Jesus said, according to your faith. Oh. <laughs> that make you believe right there. Make you hear and believe according to your faith. Now, think about that statement after hearing what I've just preached. According to your faith, you pray. Jesus says, I'm going to move according to your faith here. According to what you've heard, what you believe, and what you're doing, uh, I will move according to that. We receive from God that which our faith makes room for. Let's look at Mark chapter 5, 21. And when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side. Great multitudes gathered to him uh, as he was by the sea, verse 22. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue's came, Jairus, by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and he begged him earnestly, saying, my daughter, my little daughter, lies at the point of death, come and lay hands on her that she may be healed and she will live, verse 24, Jesus went with him and a great multitude followed and thronged him. Everything's good right here. We pray, we present our need, uh, Jesus coming, hallelujah. But look at verse 35. While he was still speaking, uh, some came from the the ruler of the synagogue's house and said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? That's happened to all of us. We're believing God for a miracle, something happens. It, it looks like there's no way it can be met now, no way that God can move. Uh, something happens, devastated the whole thing. But look what verse 36 Jesus said. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not believe, or do not be afraid, only believe. What Jesus is saying here, you receive from God which with what your faith makes room for here. Many people right here, they start out believing, but when something happens, uh, they throw their faith away. They throw it away. God, I guess God's not going to move. God's not going to help me. But Jesus very quickly says, uh, uh, as he heard the words, he said to the ruler, do not be afraid. Only believe. Jesus said, keep your faith intact. Amen. Keep your faith intact. Uh, believe me, still stay on that trail. Don't throw it away because I have a promise. Uh, God is a promise keeper, and as you stand in faith, there will always be those uh, that will try to put uh, water on your fire, your faith. You are believing God. You are trusting God, and there is always somebody uh, that is going to come like that uh, from the house, say, "Hey, there is no use of praying no more. No use believing no more. The thing that you are praying for is dead. Don't worry about it." There is always going to be people like that. They said, your daughter's dead. In other words, give up. Uh, Jesus said, don't be afraid, only believe. Which one are you going to do? Because that's the reality of life this morning. Verse 39. When they came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? How many of you know there's always a crowd that back your unbelief in there? There's always a crowd that would surround and support uh, your decision not to believe God. There's always going to be that in life, uh, Here's this man, he's desperate before God. His daughter is sick. The word has come, she died. Uh, Jesus is there to do a miracle. And the whole crowd's there mourning and weeping uh, uh, and making a commotion and basically standing against Jesus because when Jesus said, she's not dead, she's asleep, they all laughed. They all laughed and mocked him. Uh, You're crazy. We know she's dead. Uh, uh, there's always that, isn't there? There's always going to be people with that voice But in verse 40, they ridiculed him, but when he had put them all outside, he took the father and the mother of the child, those who were with him, and entered where the child was lying. Verse 41, they took the child by the hand and said to her, uh, Amen, little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl, the, little girl, the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years old, and they were all overcome with great amazement. Jesus is a promise keeper. He goes and asking for faith, or he goes and asking for a miracle. His faith is engaged. No doubt he has heard. Uh, He is believing in his heart. Uh, uh, Jesus in there, he falls down and God, you're going to have to come. I need a miracle. Uh, Amen. He's already engaged faith. Uh, Jesus is the promise keeper. Hallelujah. How many times have we come desperate to the house of God? Uh, God needs to touch my mind, need to touch my body, this circumstance. and we leave the miracle. Uh, God did a miracle in our life. He's a promise keeper this morning. Amen. Three things again. You've got to be able to hear, believe, uh, and do, and you get miracles. Isn't it? God made it so simple again, didn't he? God said, just hear, believe, and do, and I'll do the rest. But we complicate it so much. Our flesh gets involved. We complicate it so much. We refuse to hear what he's saying. We refuse to believe what he said we need to believe. And we just resist in doing. And we wonder why everything's all messed up. Why is my marriage messed up? Why is my finances messed up? Why is my life messed up? Uh, Because we simply refuse to purchase the faith we need how different life would be if you, I, or all of us together became a church that uh, was a faith-based church. I mean, when you come to church, you feel the faith. People are believing, they're here believing, uh, trusting, they're here obeying, uh, expecting God to move. uh, That's what God's looking for. Another truth we see in our text here is sometimes breakthrough takes time. We're not told how much time it took them uh, to climb up on the roof, to uncover the roof, to let him down. This probably took a few hours. It, it, well, I know they don't make roofs then like they make now, but uh, but I'm sure it took some time uh, for them guys to break it open and, and do all they did. A lot of people today just don't want to give God the time. The breakthrough does take some time when you keep your faith in in, engaged think about Peter walking on water everyone had the opportunity that day to do that everyone had their, they're all in the boat all of them could have said Lord if that's you then me to come would it have been a grave all of them jumped out of the boat man run to Jesus <laughs> They all had the same testimony in church. Man, I believe God's seen a miracle. Man, I walk on water. Why does it have to be just one of the twelve? Amen. Jesus, I'm sure would have been thrilled uh, if all of them just said, "I'm going to believe God. Uh, I'm going to jump out of this boat. I'm going to jump out and believe God." Uh, They could all done that. How many times we sat in church? uh, We just refuse to believe. We refuse to. Get out of the boat when God says, just come, man. This will change your life. Think about Peter; it changed his life in that moment over. How many of ever tried to walk on water? Come on. I walked across puddles in the road for Jesus' name. <laughs> now, I understand that's not the same thing I'm preaching about. But listen, the very basic thing we need as a is a Christian's faith. It's very easy to get it, and may, there's people here you're resisting it this morning. Now, I want to challenge you to just begin to hear what God says in the reading, the preaching. Begin to hear it. Jesus, said, those who have ears, let it get in there, hear it, and begin to believe it in your heart, and just simply begin to do it. I guarantee you, life's going to change for you. Whatever area of life that is, life is going to change. Jesus makes it so easy to be saved. To to grow, get the miracles if we simply just do what he says we need to do. Let's bow our heads this morning. We've seen our text. Time is not a factor of God either. This little girl dies. Come and tell him. Jesus said, "Hey, only believe." I don't know how long it took them to walk to get to that house. Probably a little while. What's needed is faith. There's people here you need a breakthrough this morning. There's people here you've been praying. You've been praying for finances. There's people here you've been praying for a miracle in your marriage. You're praying for miracles in different areas of your life. God's a promise, he's a miracle worker. I, I can write down pages of miracles that God has done for me and my wife and my family through the years. Different places we've been in the ministry. Miracle after miracle after miracle. And I'm sure many of you can too. But listen, if we're not careful, time has a way, circumstances have a way of closing our ears to the word of God. I know people has been in the house of God for years, years, but they don't even they can't even believe as much as a new convert. They don't hear it right anymore. They do hear it, they don't believe it right. Don't let that be you. Don't let the years rob you. Amen, but let the years be good where you're hearing more. God got more to believe now. I'm going to begin to step out more and, and see miracle after miracle. There's people here this morning, God's challenging you to begin to hear, to believe and put boots on the ground. And listen, he's going to begin to work miracles for you in life. This is not something God's going to do for you. He simply he says, simply hear, hear the word, believe it, do it, and he will do the rest. Very simple.